The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Wondering about this, I'm wondering how concerned you are uh, about the impact of the pandemic on your children, on your grandchildren, you know, the, the, the kids in your life. Um, Since the pandemic began, we know that children across Canada have been pulled from schools and daycares. They've been uh, away from their peers. They've been in isolation like the rest of us. But we also know that socialization is extremely important, uh, an important part of, of growing up. But the pandemic brought that to a quick halt, leaving a lot of parents wondering if their children are being deprived of an important developmental step and that is peer-to-peer interaction you know and one of the things that i was thinking about when i wanted to do this interview is my grandson my grandson is a year and a half old and until recently from far away at the playground he's not been around any other kids babies his age he's not been around other toddlers he hasn't been able to play with other toddlers other kids his age so it just got me wondering and i think a lot of people have been wondering that uh, about that about uh, you know the kids in their li- in, in, in your lives and it doesn't really matter how old they are it could be a year and a half or a year it could be you know 15 years but to take a closer look at this we're joined by roxanne francis who is a therapist and a clinical social worker who specializes with working with children roxanne welcome to the show thank you Jalen. thanks for having me so, Roxanne, you know, when I'm I, I'm looking at my grandson and I know so many other people are looking at their kids and their grandchildren going, hey, you know, oh, you know, how has this impacted them? Is that something that we should be concerned uh, about at this time, do you think? I think it's definitely cause for concern. Uh, children learn through play. It's one of the things that help them develop. And, uh, you know, as they get older from toddler stage, it's how they process the world. It's how they learn how to interact as human beings. Um, But uh, it's something that we can find a way around. It's not easy, definitely, during this pandemic. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, social isolation isn't something that's ideal for children. It can definitely hamper their development. All right, so it can help hamper their development. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? Um, have, have you had parents come in saying, oh, my goodness, I'm really worried about this, and, and then we can get into find ways to get it, get around. But are, are you hearing this not just from, you know, a, a lady on the radio in Edmonton a couple provinces <laughs> over? <laughs> no, not at all. It's something that a lot of people all across the country and maybe all around the world are feeling and experiencing. Okay. Um, people coming into my practice are often and talking about more often than not uh, the behavioral changes uh, and that's how we know that the social isolation is a factor so for example um, children sometimes are becoming more withdrawn Um, they are not as forthcoming in terms of social interaction even with uh, their parents Um, you know little children who don't know how to say I feel anxious or I feel worried they might uh, present with physical issues that have no medical uh, diagnosis, so to speak. So they might um, experience unexplained tummy aches or headaches Mm. or difficulty falling asleep or increased irritability, right? These are some things, you know, (laughs) trouble getting along with your peers. Yeah, these are some of the behaviors that come through uh, when children are struggling with these 
social isolation factor. So that's interesting. There's there's a lot of red flags to be watching out for, depending on on what age the the children in your life are. So that's really right. good, good things to know about. Um, and I and I think you know driving this conversation was my concern over a toddler in my life but you know you also look into <laughs> teens and stuff like that but and, and yeah. you think okay are they turning to you know being online more are they watching tv more just kind of staying away from things is that something that that we're seeing when it comes to teens yes most definitely a lot of the teens that i'm working with you know they're talking to me about staying up on their phones till three or four o'clock in the morning, um, playing video games, uh, especially children who are doing virtual school. They're playing video games away into the night and they're struggling with waking up and, and, and participating in their virtual school activities. So that's increased screen time is definitely something that we're seeing with teenagers. You know, I talk oh, to yeah. parents often about um, trying to create balance. But, yeah. you know, back to your point around the toddlers, um, you know, Poor social uh, connection can do things like cause uh, delay in speech, um, you know, because we learn through each other. We learn through interacting. Yes. Little children learn through interacting with each other. And so um, it's really, really important to uh, do what we can to, to mitigate some of these, uh, these troubles. Okay, so what can we do? And let's start with some of these, you know, these toddlers. It's kind of, you know, it might be easier to have a, a Zoom date with, uh, you know, a kid, you know, children who are 11 or 12, and you can talk to each other and, and catch up that way. But when you're dealing, let's say, with little ones, mm-hmm. what can we do? What can we do with them, Roxanne? It's really challenging. Uh, you're right. Uh, but with children, I would say um, if you have. If you somehow have a friend or, uh, you know, a relative that you feel safe to, to, to connect with and not to throw mm-hmm. out the safety precautions because we are dealing with yes. uh, th- this virus, which can be, uh, mm-hmm. which quite frankly can be very harmful, even fatal. Um, but if there is someone that is within your bubble, so to speak, yeah. then I would encourage that play with the children because toddlers don't really interact in their play they do what we call parallel play so they'll Mm -hmm. sit across from each other or sit you know across the room from each other and they will you know chat or babble at each other and they will play with blocks but not necessarily interacting together so there can be some parallel play with the toddlers without um i mean while we're social socially isolating uh while we're having that uh that distance between them uh, but having them around each other is a really good idea. Um, mm-hmm. I would also talk about with parents, um, you know, songs and reading and uh, being animated when you're using, you know, use different voices as you're doing characters in the story. Get really silly with the children. Get down on your hands and feet, your hands and your knees, um, you know, get creative uh that's when you're gonna get involved with the sensory play the painting the play-doh all those things to really interact and engage the child's senses as much as possible um you know you're right zoom is not the same as far as a toddler (laughs) is concerned that's really just a 2d image so if you can do something like getting another child in the same area that would be really helpful or even on your, your, your driveway or your front porch, having the children around each other, but not necessarily right up in each other's uh, personal space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. That's, that, that will be helpful. 
And and what about kids then who are older? I mean, if you if you get out of the toddler thing, you're getting it, and you know, I mean, five to to sixteen is a is a wide age range, obviously, mm-hmm. Roxanne. There, um, and and we've talked a lot about cohorts. We've talked a lot about those people um, who are in your bubble, and that and that's really great. But I know still some 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 tweens, whatever, are still having challenges uh, with it. Is that where you can turn into maybe? making those Zoom dates, making things special that way. And I, I don't even know if that's, you know, my, ki- my my kids are in their 20s and I got them when I was 15. So I, I kind of missed out on that part of it, Roxanne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I understand that. I think for the older children, um, do what you can with the online stuff. Um, I know some children are doing uh, online birthday parties, um, mm. getting creative with doing things like, you know, sharing a cookie recipe and then, you know, popping up the device on the kitchen counter and then each person, yeah. you know, putting their recipe together and everyone, sh- you know, showing what their their, their finished product looks like. Um, getting together and um, having, depending on the age of the child, things like... Um, you know, books that they're into, you know, seeing how far so-and-so is with the book, um, getting creative in that way. Um, As, you know, hopefully we might get an early spring this year. If it's possible, you know, bring out the bikes and have the kids go for a bike ride together. They don't have to touch each other. They can still be be in each other's space and still connect with each other. Um, You know, hopefully we're able to do some hikes or walks even in the winter even when it's snowing it's really really important for the kids to connect with each other um you know developmentally the kids might pull away from you in their teen years but if you have you know a trusted adult in their life so let's say as a parent you have a best friend that they feel comfortable talking to Mm -hmm. even if they pull away from you then that's helpful um sometimes uh older kids can get really irritable or display you know anxious behaviors to be honest what that really displays is that they are um they're they're worried and they're afraid they're they're not sure what is on the other side of this virus you know as Mm -hmm. adults we have the benefit of life experience where we've been through difficult things and we know that we've come out on the other side they don't have that experience all they have in front of them is this difficult thing and it looks really insurmountable and so yes we are seeing an increase in irritability we are we are seeing an increase in anxiety and sadness if your children will talk to you you know sit at the end of their bed and ask them how they're doing you know rather than meeting them with with discipline for their irritability yes sometimes discipline comes into play but I'd really sit with them and, and just check in and see how they're doing. You know, what are they worried about? And, 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 and help them hold that. You, you know, I think one of the things, um, as, as children are getting older, we do want to give them more freedom. But we also know that that structure is really important to, to children. It makes them feel safe. It makes them yes. know what the rules are. And that's, that's really important. So, you know, more so now than ever, I would 
I, I'm guessing that having that structure and 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 being involved in your kids' lives, like you know, making sure that they still know, even though there might not be the regular structure with school or whatever that looks like, but the structure at home is still there. And even though you want to give them the freedom, that you still need to be really involved in their lives as much as you might want to say, okay, you know what, they're irritable. I'm going to just let them be in their room, but actually sit down and have those conversations with them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, routine and structure, you know, it's essential for, for children to thrive. And so even if your child is doing virtual school at home, I would encourage, um, even if the learning is self-directed, you know, for maybe the older teens who are looking into, who are starting university, I would still, you know, request that they wake up at a certain time that they have meals at a regular hour, that they go to bed at a decent hour so that their bodies can process what they're going through so that they can they can thrive. That routine really does set them up for success. And no, they may not be doing some of the same things that they used to do, but it really is important to have regular meal times. I talk to people about the difference between um, between schedule and routine. You know, mm-hmm. schedule tends to say, this thing at 8 o'clock, this thing at 9 o'clock, this thing at 10 o'clock. Whereas routine says, every morning I wake up before, let's say before 10 a.m., and I have a meal. And then at around later on in the afternoon, I have another meal. And, you know, I do my schoolwork, and then I go to bed within a reasonable hour. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are checking the clock at every interval, but it means that they still have some kind of predictability in their lives, which is really important because where COVID is concerned, it it would seem as though they've lost control. You know, control has been taken away from them in so many other areas of their lives. Roxanne Francis joining us this afternoon with some some great advice and some great things to remember when it comes to our kids and COVID-19. Roxanne, thanks for joining me this afternoon. You're so welcome. Take care. It's been a pleasure. Roxanne Francis checking in this afternoon. Yeah, you know, I uh, it's it's just been on my mind when it uh, when it comes to to children over the past number of months. I know for for many of you who have kids at home every day, it's been on your mind every single day. But just started to you know we got talking about it um, over line the other day with my grandson my grandson's parents just about the fact that you know when when. Our, my grandson Yoshi sees another kid at the park. He's not really sure what to do because he's not really ever seen another, uh, you know, toddler, right? Just has not. So anyway, lots to think about there.